Australia, and I want to talk about angels today. I want to talk about angels. Last week, we looked at four things. We looked at one, we're in a battle. In Ephesians, it tells us our struggle, remember, is not against flesh and blood, but against principalities and powers, spiritual forces of evil in the heavenly realms. There, 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 are, there are realms that exist. We don't see them, but there are realms that exist. So I want to talk about angels today. We, 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 we uh, saw number two. The, 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 so number one, we're in a battle. Number two, we saw we have an enemy, the devil, and he just wants to rob, kill, destroy, distract, mess up your life. That's what he wants to do. But we also saw point number three, that you're not alone. And we saw from the story of Elisha and his servant, when he came out of his tent one morning, the servant came out and he realized that he was surrounded by an army. He was surrounded by an army. And he's like, surprise, freak out as you would if you woke up and were surrounded by an army. But remember what Elisha said. He's like, don't freak out. Don't, don't worry about what's going on here because there is more on our side then there is on theirs. And of course, the servant's looking around and going, what are you on? What's happening? I can't. can't. And then, 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 then what did Elisha do? Elisha prayed this prayer. Then Elisha prayed, oh God, open the servant's eyes and let him see. The eyes of the young man were opened and he saw, I wonder, the whole mountainside full of horses and chariots of fire surrounding Elisha. Now, churches don't speak about this stuff too much these days. I don't know if it's because they're getting professional or whatever it is, but these are realms of realities that the Bible uh, talks about that we can't ignore. And so my prayer is, is that we as a people would open our eyes. Can I hear a good amen? And be able to see those spiritual realities that are there. And the fourth point was, of course, don't give up your deliverances on the way. And we saw as Daniel prayed for Jerusalem, the moment he prayed, the moment he prayed, it says this, from the moment you decided to humble yourself to receive understanding, your prayer was heard and I set out. Everybody say set out. Set out to come to you. Who, who set out? For Daniel's deliverance, who set out? When we're talking about Elisha and his servant, when they came out of their tent, and when his eyes were open, who did they see? Well, angels. An angelic host, an angelic army. That's what, that's who came for Daniel's deliverance. That's what they saw when they came out of the tent and their eyes were opened and, and, and saw the, the, the armies of the Lord surrounding them. And so I want to talk about angels today. This is like Angels 101. Angels 101. I want to help you today. If you're new to church and ever wondered, you know, what does the Bible actually say about all this paranormal activity? Because it's kind of spooky. Well, I'm going to help you today. I'm going to, this, will, this will help you today. And if you, 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 you've been in church for a long time and, and you know that the Bible talks a little bit about angels and you know they don't have a boss called Charlie. Can I hear an amen? Some of you, yeah, it's floating through. Some of you will get that about five o'clock. But, but, but Charlie's angels, if you hadn't figured it. But, but, but you don't know much more. You don't know much. This, this will help you. Uh, today, I, I did try to find some humor on angels. There wasn't much. There was one joke. Why did the angel lose his job? He had a harp attack. Yeah, I told you it wasn't good. There was one I did like, though. A guy turns up at the pearly gates, the guardian angels standing there. I don't know if there are pearly gates. That's a whole other theological uh, subject. But anyway, go with me. And so he's, he, he, this guy turns up, the angels guarding the gates. He's like, why, why, why should I let you in? He's like, um, uh, have you been religious at all? And the, the guy goes, no. No, 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 I haven't. He's like, okay, well, have you, have you given a big amount to charity at any stage? No, no, 
No, and the angel's like, work with me here. I'm trying to help you. I'm trying to help you. I'm trying to help you out here. And, and, and then he said, have you ever done anything nice for somebody? He said, uh, oh, there was this old lady and she was getting hassled by the hell's angels. And, and they, they took her bag and they're pushing her around and I saw her, I got furious. So I walked in, pushed my way through the crowd, grabbed the old lady's bag, took her, gave it back to her, took her out of the crowd, went back in. I kicked all their motorcycles over. Then I spat in their face and I said, don't you ever do that again. And the angel goes, impressive. It's like, when did that happen? He said, 10 minutes ago. Come on, somebody. (laughs) I thought that one, that was pretty good. That's pretty good. Come on. Angels 101. Here we go. For the start, just understand this, there are over 300 references to angels in Scripture. 300 references, and we are not going to look at them all. Somebody say, thank you, Jesus, uh, for that. We are not going to look at them all, just making that clear. But, 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 but understand that Scripture tells us that God has an everlasting kingdom, and in that kingdom are beings called Angels. The word angel simply means a messenger. In the Hebrew, which the Old Testament is written in, it's the word malak. Everybody say malak. <laughs> malak. Yeah, so that means agent or messenger. In the Greek, it's the word angelos, which means just messenger. And here's the, here's the tricky thing you've got to know. It's okay because in the English Bible, it sort of uh, 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 puts it in its right order. But the, the word malak can be used of God, it can be used of man, and it can u- be used of angels. But it's only in the context of the words written around it do you understand who it is actually speaking about. But, the, but, but angel simply means a messenger. And the Bible really is quite simple in that there are only two categories of angels. Only two. The elect angels, the elect the good guys and the fallen angels, the bad guys. That's that's what the Bible. That's the, what the Bible declares that there is. First Timothy, the elect angels. First Timothy five twenty one. I charge you before God and the Lord Jesus Christ and the elect angels. Speaking of fallen angels, Second Peter two verse four. For if God spared not the angels that sinned, but cast them down to hell. But I just want to tell you. Go and read the rest of that. First, later on, it'll freak you out. Uh, I just want to tell you who it's talking about. I mean, it's just, uh, uh, but, but, but cast them down. That's the fallen angels. So if you ask me, what are angels like, Pastor? Do they have wings? We saw Catherine here. She was a nice angel uh, on the Christmas thing, you know, doing her uh, little thing with her wings. And hello, but do angels uh, have wings? Well, some creatures in the Bible have wings. Do, 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 do angels have names? Do they have names? Well, let's look at wings and names for a start. There are some creatures in the Bible who have wings. There are seraphim and cherubim, and the Bible says that they have wings. And again, depending on what your anger is or what your theology, some people would say that they're a type of angel. But the reality is there is no scripture in the Bible that says angels have wings. I'm just saying, I might have wrecked some little pictures that you've uh, had, but there is no scripture in the Bible that uh, uh, says that. Do, do angels have names? I, I, I don't know. All I do know is that scripture only names three angels out of all the angels that there are. We know three angels have names. They are Mike, Gabe, and Lou. Mike, Gabe, and Lou. And so who are they, they are Mike, who is Michael. And uh, if your name is Michael here, are there any Michaels in the house today? Thank you, Michael. Michael, I see that hand. I see that hand. Man, you guys have a lot to live up to. I'm just telling you. Uh, right now, Michael, uh, the name Michael is who means who is like God. 
Come on, Mike, step it up. Who is like God? God-like, God-like. Uh, 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 and, and here's the thing in Scripture, Michael is always fighting. How's he doing, Ruth? Is he all right? Yeah, thank you very much. Michael is always fighting. He's always seen in connection with warfare uh, against Satan, against the devil, against our enemy in, in Daniel 10, which we looked at last week and just before. And in Jude chapter 1, verse 9, it says, But Michael, the archangel, when contending with the devil. Here he is in Jude, fighting with the devil. Revelation 12, verse 7. And there was a war in heaven. And guess what? Michael's there. Michael and his angels fought against the dragon. That's Mike, the second angel. And you've got to understand, these are archangels. Okay, they, That just means boss angel, like chief angel. Okay, These are, these are like the chief angels. So, so then there's Gabe, and that, that's of course short for Gabriel. And, and his name means strength of God, warrior, warrior of God. And, and he's like a messenger angel. Always in the Bible, he's always bringing messages. messages. He's always uh, announcing stuff. He communicates important things. We see him speaking to Daniel uh, twice. We see him speaking to Zacharias, John the Baptist's father, talking about what was to come. And of course, most famously, we see him talking to uh, Mary in Luke chapter 1, verse 26. And it says, in the sixth month, the angel Gabriel was sent from God unto a city of Galilee named Nazareth to a virgin espoused to a man whose name was Joseph and of the house of David and the virgin's name was Mary. and the virgin's name was just so we got to write Mary Mary so that's Gabe and then there's Lou or Lucifer Lucifer was the third archangel to be named I call him Lucifer the loser come on somebody He's a, he, 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 his, his, no, I can't help it. I don't know. It's, 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 I think it's the paint smell from the other auditorium that's affected me. So uh, uh, light bearer, his name means light bearer, son of the morning, morning, morning star, morning star. And so, of course, in Christian tradition, he was the leader of heaven's worship team. He, he, he was on the stage. He was, he, was there. he was the leader of heaven's worship team. But through pride and rebellion, he fell from that place. In other words, he's no longer an arch, archangel. He lost that position, and you can see that in uh, the, the traditional passage, if you like, that speaks uh, about that. I don't have time to read all of it in Isaiah 14, but Isaiah 14 verse 12 says, How thou fallen from heaven, O Lucifer, son of the morning. Lucifer, now we know as Satan or, or the devil. If you were to ask me what a, continue to ask me what are, what are angels like, uh, well, uh, we, we do know that they're created beings. They're created beings. Psalm 148 verse 2 says, Praise Him, all His angels. Praise Him, all His heavenly hosts. goes on to say in verse 5, Let them praise the name of the Lord, for at His command they were created. So angels are created beings. Created means this, simply that they're not eternal. They're not eternal. They had a beginning. They are limited and dependent beings. But as they are spirit beings, and that's another reason they don't need wings, because they're like spirit, spirit, you know, just saying. But they're spirit, spirit beings like God. They are not limited to the physical or material realm as, as we are. Uh, but they are also, listen, not omnipresent. They're not all present like God is. They can only be in one place at one, one time. But being spirit beings, that means that they're immortal, meaning they are not subject like you and I to physical death. See, understand this about angels. It's important you get this. Angels are not a race of beings. Angels are not a race 
of beings. And in fact, in Hebrews 12, 22, they're called a company. Not like Apple or Google or other. Yeah, they start a company. These angels got a company. No, no, not that kind of company. This is, when it's talking about company, it's talking about a, 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 a group of people, like the army. They'd say, you know, you're in company B and you're in company D and you're in company A. And, and it just means basically a group of individuals gathered together. So angels are spoken of as a company. They are not a race of beings. Angels are a group, a company of individual created beings. So, so that means simply uh, uh, this. They do not reproduce as humans do. You know, sometimes, you know, Anna will come in like she's just then, I, I, I'll just, I'll say, you little angel. And it's like, yeah, nah. Just, just saying that, that, that uh, when we're calling our babies uh, angel, no, no, angels do not reproduce uh, 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 and, and so see although spoken of in the in the masculine sense they are sexless okay so it's just like like uh, uh the whole gender thing and whatever it's sexless i'm just telling you, just i don't, don't want to go there but they, they, that that's what they are they are not involved they don't get involved in relationships and and they don't uh, uh get involved in, in marriage and matthew 22 verse 30 it says they will be like angels uh, in heaven and will not Mary. In fact, Scripture says this about mankind. It says mankind, us, you, you and I, are a little lower. We're just like a little lower. We're just like a little lower than the angels. Hebrews 2 verse 6, it's taken this from a psalm. It says, what is man that you are mindful of him or the son of man that you visit him? You have made him a little lower than the angels. You crowned him, meaning man, with glory, yet you crowned him with glory and honor and set him over the works of your hands. So this is important. This is important. So though we're a little lower than the angels, understand this. Mankind, you and I are God's crowning glory of creation. See, see understand this. Angels are not heirs of God. Now, I do have to explain that just so you know. I'm not talking about ears. Just for, I, I don't want someone to say, are you, what do you mean we, are we the ears of... No, no, not, not those E-A-R. I'm talking about ears who receive an inheritance. Okay, so, so, so understand angels are not ears of God. They don't receive an inheritance like believers do, like the children of God do, like the sons and daughters of God. Any sons and daughters of God in the house? Come on. So, 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 so you've you got to understand, although angels wear a little Mankind is the crowning glory of God's creation. See, God, and get this, God is their creator, but he'll never be their father. God is their creator, but he'll never be their father. He's your father, our father that art in heaven. Hallowed be thy name, thy kingdom come, thy will be. He's our father. Created by him, but he will never be their father. He is our father. Now, before you call your cute baby, and I know Gia's any, any day now, she's going to have another, another baby. I mean, she, any moment. I, I, she might have just gone out now. I don't know. I mean, uh, but, but, but she's going to have another baby. But 
before, <laughs> I mean, it literally is that, that right? Well, Jeremy's still here, so. But understand this, before you call somebody or a baby an angel, understand this. Bible angels are scary things. Okay? Bible angels are scary. I, I, I need to help you under, uh, understand this. It, it's, it's true that some angels look like men in the Bible. Some angels uh, look like men, and that can be scary to some people. But, but uh, Hebrews tells us, Do not be forgetful of hospitality, for by some... For by this, some have entertained angels without knowing it. Where angels can veil themselves, they can appear like men. But I want to tell you, pretty much every time angels displayed themselves in their full glory, they freaked people out. Okay, they, they were just like, what? First of all, they appeared from nowhere. Sort of like my wife when I'm going into the fridge. Come on, somebody. It's like, it's just, a, it's like, it's like, she was downstairs, I was sure. And then soon I turn around and it's like, oh, busted. Any men know what I'm talking about? Come on, somebody. Yeah, yeah. Busted. Angel in disguise. But practically every time they, they show up, they freak, they freak people up. In fact, one of the first things angels say is, fear not. Because I'm freaking out right now. Because I'm, I'm wondering what's going, going on. And I just want to say this. Again, when we think about angels, they are scary. They are not cute little chubby babies with wings. Come on. They sit around. And just saying, just saying. They are very scary. They are very powerful. Angels are very powerful. In fact, in 2 Kings chapter 19, verse 35, it says, That night an angel of the Lord, just one, went to the Assyrian camp and killed, listen, 185,000 soldiers. How many know that's a good day's work right there? Come on, somebody. That's 185,000 soldiers. At dawn the next day, there they lay all dead. The next verse sort of says after that, the Assyrian commander withdrew, as you would. How many know that'd be a good time to withdraw? 185, one angel slew 185,000 soldiers who were coming against the armies of Israel. They're scary. And they're very, very powerful. How many of them are there? How many angels are there? Well, according to Scripture, there are many legions. There are thousands of thousands. There are myriads of multitudes. Just heaps. Heap. And in Kiwi, heaps and heaps. Okay, just make it clear. There's heaps. Okay, and listen, Jesus said this in Matthew 26, verse 53. Do you think that I cannot... Now pray to my Father, and he shall presently give me more than 12 legions of angels. That's a legion, a Roman legion was 5,000. So 12 of those, I think it's 60,000 or something like that. I tried to get the first service to add it up because I'm useless. But I couldn't hear what they were saying, but never mind. So I think it's about 60,000. But, 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 but 5,000, he's, he's like, I'll bring 12. I, I can just call 12. Luke chapter 2, verse 13, and suddenly there was with... Uh, suddenly there was with the angel a multitude of heavenly hosts praising God. Hebrews 12 verse 22, But you have come to Mount Zion and to the city of the living God, the heavenly Jerusalem, and to the innumerable company of angels. You can't count them. There's too many. 
And I looked and I heard, Revelation 5 verse 12, I looked and I heard the voice of many angels around the throne and the living creatures and elders, and the number of them was myriads and myriads and thousands of thousands. The worship team can come. Myriads and myriads and thousands of thousands. When Elisha said, when Elisha said, there is more on our side than there is on theirs, this is what he saw. When Elisha said uh, to, to his servant, when he prayed that prayer, open his eyes that he might see, this is what he saw. An angelic army, an angelic army of the hosts of God. Friend, why am I telling you this today? Because I also want you to to understand and get a perspective today. Again, we we, we prayed for it last week about the fact that we're not alone and open your eyes, but, but I want you to understand that when we say that, when we, we, when, when we say there is more on our side than there is on theirs, this is what I want you to see. Myriads of myriads, thousands of thousands. In fact, in Christian tradition, and some people, uh, scholars will say, no, I don't buy that or don't buy that, but just in Christian tradition, from Revelation, I think it's Revelation 12, they, they get at least the idea that a third of the angels fell. And so if a third of the angels fell, that leaves two thirds. So, so you've got to understand, I'm trying to tell you this today. So maybe you're going through a battle. Maybe you're going through stuff. Maybe you're going through a struggle. Maybe you're going through some, some heartache. Maybe it's feeling like the, everything's crushing in on you. Maybe it feels like, man, I just don't know if I co- can cope. I want you to understand that when you open your eyes, and that's what I'm trying to do today. I want you to open your eyes and and, and see. You've, You've got to understand here today that there is more on your side. Tap your neighbor and say he's talking to you. There's more on our side than there is on theirs. And they might be shouting loud. They might be shouting hard. They might be shouting big time at you saying, oh, you're not going to match just like Goliath did. Maybe you're facing the Goliath even, shouting out at you. But friends, I'm wanting you to see here today. Oh, yes, you're in a battle. Oh, yes, you have an enemy. Oh, but, but, but you are not alone. As you open your eyes, you've got to understand the enemy is vastly outnumbered. You've got to understand you, 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 we're coming here. Neil even said it before in that Scripture. We're, we're, we're here from a position of victory. Oh, it doesn't mean tough stuff won't happen. It doesn't mean we won't walk through difficult times. But we, we, we've got to understand we've read the end of the book and we win. Come on, somebody. Come on. About five of you are excited about that. Some of you are not too sure. Some of you are not too sure. I'm just saying, open, open your eyes. This is what he saw. This is what he saw. What do angels do? 
what, what, what's their day job? What do angels do? What, what? I'll tell you, they do whatever God wants. Now listen, I'm not saying, just so you're clear, that we all have guardian angels and they're all, you know, uh, um, I, I'm not saying that. You, you've got to understand, you have God as your guardian. Come on. You have God as your guardian. You, you, it's very important you understand because, oh, I've got guardian angels. No, no, not the fairy tales. God is your guardian. The battle belongs to the Lord. Come on, somebody. He, he is your protector. He is your, uh, he is your strength. He is the, uh, the strength of your right hand. He, God is your protector. But the Bible does say it. God's command, not at ours. At God's command, He will send angels at time to surround, to, to gather against, to fight for, to for us. And so I'm saying whatever you're going through today, understand the battle belongs to the Lord. Understand He's fighting for you. How does this help me? Today, well, listen, listen. What did angels do? What was their day job? Listen. Psalm 103 verse 20 says, Bless the Lord, ye angels that excel in strength. They excel. They're strong. That excel in strength, that do His commandments, do whatever He tells, hearkening unto the voice of His word. Bless ye the Lord, all the hosts, ye ministers of His that do His pleasure. Angels are ministers. Who do they minister to? They, they minister to the ears of salvation. Who are the ears? Not the ears. Who are the ears? Come on, somebody. Who are the ears? It's us. They minister to the ears of salvation. Speaking of angels, it says in Hebrews 1 verse 14, Are they not all ministering spirits sent forth to minister for, minister for them who shall be the heirs of salvation? Oh, in the Old Testament, they ministered. They ministered to Jesus in the wilderness after He had fasted 40 days and 40 nights. They ministered to the early church, directed Philip to find the Ethiopian eunuch, uh, uh, directed them to Cornelius. They, they ministered to the early church, and I want to tell you, they will minister to us. It's a realm. We can't always see it, but today I'm preaching so we can open our eyes. So how does this help me today in 2019? Well, simply this, if we could open our eyes and, and understand that there are spiritual realities. Maybe scriptures like no weapon formed against me shall prosper will take on a different meaning. It's not like no weapon. No, no, no. You, you, you can walk differently. No weapon formed against me shall why for, for God is, is with me. If there's necessary for an army of angels to come, it's there. You can walk into a room differently. Come on. Not like you can come in there. You can try and do what I'm doing right, right now. And look tough. You can walk differently. You can think differently. Because if God is for you, who? Who can be against you? Let's just stand. God, we thank you today. It's about heads to close. I thank you today. Father God, that we can stand here today as your children. We can stand here today as your sons and your daughters. We can stand here today, Father God, knowing, knowing that, that God is for us, that you watch over us. And Father, we today would ask that you would open our eyes afresh to, 
to see the myriads, to see the thousands upon thousands, to, uh, to, 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 uh, to see that which is arrayed against the enemy. The kingdom of heaven suffereth violence, and violent men shall take hold of it. We shall take hold of that which God has given. And so God, we pray for every single person here today. We thank you that we have ministering spirits. We thank you, Father God, that we have, uh, have those that are, are, are hungry and, and, and thirsty to, 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 to serve God and to, uh, to, to, to follow Him with everything they have. And so today, God, we would ask, we thank you that the battle does belong to you. We thank you, Father God, that you do watch over us. And you care for us. Open our eyes that we can see. Once again, our struggle is not against flesh and blood, but against principalities and powers, spiritual forces of evil and the heavenly realms. Help us to walk this out in our jobs, in our schools, wherever we have places of influence when we come under attack. May we know who we are and who's fighting for us. This we ask in Jesus' name. With every head bowed and every eye closed, if you're here today, before I finish, I want to give you an opportunity to receive Christ. Maybe He has not been Lord of your life. Maybe you've been coming to church for a long time, and, but you've never actually given your life to Christ. Maybe you've never actually said, Christ, I want you to be Lord of my life. But right now, even as I'm preaching, you're, you're, you're sensing, man, I need to respond to what the preacher's saying right now. Friend, I, I, I want to tell you, in a moment, I'm going to pray a prayer. That prayer invites Christ into our heart. He doesn't force His way in. The Bible says He knocks on the door of our heart. And if we would open that door, He would come in. If you're here today and you're going, man, I need to open that door. I need to let Him in. I, I, I need to invite Christ into my heart. I need to get right with God. Maybe, like I say, maybe, maybe you've been coming to church for a while, but you've never actually done that. I want to give you an invitation to do that right now. You know it. You can feel the Holy Spirit's just calling you. He's calling you. Just as I did as a drug addict some 30 or something years ago. I, I, in a meeting like this, Christ called me and I, I knew I needed to respond. If that's you today, with every head bowed and every eye closed, if you know you need to get right with God and you want to be included in the prayer, just where you're, where you're sitting right now, where you're standing right now, just put your hand up and say, that's me, Pastor. Would you include me in that prayer? Is there anyone today? You know you need to get right with God. Just put your hand up nice and high so I can see it. Anybody in here, you know you need thank you. Anyone else? Just nice and high. Hold it up. Thank you down the back there. Anyone else? Just nice and high so I can see it. You know you need to get right with God here today. All right, you can slip your hands down. If you're here and you know you should have put your hand up, but you didn't, for whatever reason, maybe you, you thought, oh, man, I don't know, I'm, I'm not good enough, friend. Like I say, the Bible's called the good book, not because the people in it are good, but because the God in it is good. It's not about how bad you are, it's about how good God is. If you know you should have put your hand up, but you didn't, can you put it up right now? Just wherever we're sitting, anybody, you know you, you should have put your hand up, but you didn't. Nice and high so I can see. Anyone else? Amen. 
Let's all pray together for those who put their hand up. Let's just repeat after me. Lord Jesus, I come to you today, a sinner in need of a Saviour. I would ask you today to come and be Lord of my life. Cleanse me of my sin. Wash me. Make me whole. Be not just my Saviour, but my Lord. Help me from this day forth. In Jesus' name.